It's a tremendous chus to be part of this program for Stories to Inspire during this incredibly challenging time for Klai Yisrael. And we're in Los Angeles, people all over the world feeling the same type of feeling. We want to do something for our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. It's incredible times, challenging times, such sorrows. What can we do? And one thing, certainly we know tefillah, we know that oh, the pouring out of tillim and for davening is certainly something very, very important. And we can't even begin to calculate what that means for our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. But I think it's also very important to know that every single action makes such a difference. I remember there was years ago Rav Brevda visited us at, at the school here in Los Angeles, the great Balmus of Brevda Zatzal, who was nifted some 15, 20 years ago. And he shared a thought that he said to us at the time that he heard from Rebbe Apian. And Rebbe Apian said it over in the name of the Nefesh Chaim, the great Sefer, written by Rechaim Volozhin. And he shared an idea that I think is so powerful, something that we should remember, because the impact that it has in terms of literally saving lives, we have literally no idea. And he says incredibly that, that sometimes we things happen in very different parts of the world and we don't necessarily connect them. And he says you can have a couple going to to a hospital for the wife to give birth in Germany and 500 miles away, you can have a, a Talmud in Tells or some other yeshiva in Lithuania, and they're seemingly two disconnected situations. And the Talmud is coming back from a wedding, and he's very tired, and he, he puts his head on the, on, the, on the pillow, he's about to go to sleep, and he remembers he made a Kabbalah. The last Yom Kippur, he said, I'm going to learn every, every night five minutes before I go to sleep, and he hasn't just yet, but now he's so tired, he's plotting into bed two o'clock in the morning, and he's now all of a sudden grappling, do I get up to learn my five minutes, or I just say, okay, no, let me, let me let's just go to sleep, I'll, I'll make it up tomorrow, it's okay, I'm, one day is not going to make a big difference. All this, this grappling is going on while he's dealing with this question of the momentary seconds of do I get up or do I not get up in middle, two o'clock in the morning to do what I need to do. This husband is in the hospital with his wife, and she's in the she's in the delivery room. The doctor comes out. And he says, "I'm not sure what happened there, but you have internal bleeding. Your wife has internal bleeding. I'm not sure she's going to make it. I'm not sure the baby's going to make it." And these two diff- two events are going on that seemingly again seemingly unrelated. It says in Efeshachayim that if that young man in Tells in Sabotka in Los Angeles in Chicago doesn't matter where decides. To pick himself up and say, you know what? I made a kabbalah. I made a. I'm learning my five minutes. It might be difficult. It might be challenging. A pillow feels so good. I'm going to push myself. Those five minutes of Torah, says the are able to be transported over to Germany. And we don't know how. We don't know the mechanism. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs this world, and He created the mechanisms. And He says unequivocally that that Torah has the power to be sent to the hospital. When the doctor comes out and says, I'm not sure what happened, but the bleeding stopped, and your wife is fine, and the baby is fine. Gavaldik, mazel tov. So much so, says in Efesh of the connection of these two events, that after 120 years, this Bachar from, from Lithuania, who's uh, learned those five minutes, after 120 years, he's going to go up to the Olam Emes, and they're going to pull down the screen and play his life for him. And he's gonna, they're going to see all the mitzvahs that he did in his, in his, in his life in Lithuania. Well, the mitzvah is wonderful. All of a sudden, they're going to start showing mitzvahs from Germany. And families learning Torah in Germany and do mitzvahs in Germany. He's going to say, excuse me, what's, what's going on? Does the Elam Emes have to be truthful? I never went to Germany. 
I don't, I don't know who those people are. No shaykhs to me. Says the Nefesh Yechayim, the Bezim Shomayel is going to say, oh yes, they have a lot of shaykhs to you. That's the reason why they're alive. That's the reason why that mother is able to light candles for the rest of her life and to miss the rest of her life and raise a family. And the, and the children that she raised, those are the children that you get credit for. Those children would not be alive because that mother wasn't going to live without Yoschusim. That's the power of our actions. We, we have no idea. We have no idea of what we can do to uplift another person, to make a difference in a person's life, and they could be not even directly involved with a person. Just this chusm of what we do, of how we extend ourselves. Every single thing that we do here, that's, that's especially when it's a little bit difficult, especially when we're pushing ourselves, especially when we have to get out of our, get out of our comfort level. And we do something, and if we have in mind, especially in light of the fact that Rebbe Shalom, I'm looking to whatever schusim I can for my brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. The hostages haven't been released yet. There are soldiers in arm's way. There are missiles coming down in every, in every direction. My, every little thing that I do should be a schus for, for, the, for, the, for our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. We have no idea what, what the difference. We have so many stories, so many miracles, so many amazing things that we're hearing. This is the power of, of certainly the power of, of Talmud Torah with Messias Nefesh, but really any mitzvah of Messias Nefesh has that power to to, to effectuate so much schusim, so many things that we push it, we'll never know. We'll never know some nisim we find, some nisim we don't find. But the the bitachon that we have and the and the the extension level of of how ready to extend ourselves can make such a difference. Just just one example. I just read a story recently that a really an incredible story of that highlights this point about how we just never know. There's a fellow. There's a story. I'll say it very quickly. There's a story about. A couple that taking their child to the to the to the doctor at a four thirty appointment, and they, they went out of their way to make sure they can be there. They left at three thirty to make it there in time. Sure enough, the crazy traffic to to the doctor in Eretz Yisrael. When they get to uh, Yirmiyo Street, they decide to get off the bus that was sitting in traffic, and you know maybe they'll, they'll grab a Sheirut, they'll grab a cab, and maybe the cab will go quicker. But the cab didn't go quicker, and this. The child is getting agitated because the child already wanted to go to the doctor and doesn't want to go, doesn't want to go back again. The boy starts catching in, in the taxi and they're having they're they're in the back seat. The driver is driving as Chilani Israeli drivers is driving, and the mother says to the child, "I know, I know you're catching. I know it's it's difficult and it's being sitting here, sitting here in traffic and we're not we're not budging, but understand we're in traffic because Hakadosh Baruch Hu planned it and everything is going to be good because Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a plan." And if we're not going to make it to the doctor, there's a reason why we shouldn't make it to the doctor. And it's all good. We always have, always have to have trust. And those calming words of the most fundamental messages about Bitochen, but Amunah Kodesh Baruch recognizing it's all good, calm the boy. And the boy even said, yes, Mommy, we're so fortunate that Kodesh Baruch loves us. And it calmed the atmosphere in, the, in that cab incredibly. And they finally, they got finally to the doctor. He wanted to, he needed to go into the doctor to get money because he didn't have any cash available, the, the father. And as they go out of the cab, the driver gets out of the car. He says to them, I just want you to know something. I'm 44 years old. At nine years old, and he, saw, and he was talking in Yiddish, as the family was also talking in Yiddish. And they were shocked. Chiloni <laughs> Israeli was talking in Yiddish, not, not very common. And he said, at nine years old, I grew up in a Hasidic family. I grew up in a family that spoke Yiddish. Nine years old, I walked away. At nine years old, they said, the outside world, that's for me. That's, that's where I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be happy here. And for the last 34 years, 
30, 34 years, 30, 35 years, I have not done anything regarding HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I've completely lost my relationship with Hashem. And your words, your simple but yet powerful words, words that were able to calm down your son, so penetrated my heart that HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world and everything's there for a reason. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. It's all going to be good. And we just have to know that He's with us every step of the way. Those words so penetrated my heart that I cannot tell you the impact it had upon me. And I think I, I feel I need to go back. I need to find my roots. I need to connect back to, to, to Yiddishkeit. And sure enough, he called him again and he said that I, I went to Zichon Moshe. I went to Davin Meir for the first time and I took a sitter and I started praying to Gadish Baruch Hu. I cried like a baby. And a week later, he called him back again. He says, I started learning Chavis Halvavos, Tachon. My life is different. One conversation, one just positive interchange because a, between a parent and a child and a cab driver, a person who's so far away, so, so removed, hears, look at, look at the power. Look at the power that has. These are things that happen all the time in Klai Yisrael. We have no idea of the, of the impact we can make, whether it's, it's extending ourselves for another, for another Jew, whether it's learning Torah at a time that it's, it's not so easy. Any time is good, but certainly when it's not easy, when we push ourselves to learn that extra five minutes, that extra ten minutes, to go to that shir that maybe we're a little bit busy, but we push ourselves to go to that shir, what an impact it makes for Kai Yisrael. And to recognize that this is a time we see that Yiddish and Hashem, we see the, the incredible soul of every Jew, how many Jews are, so, are being so inspired within the devastation and within all the horrors of what we've seen, yet people coming back to, to Yiddishkeit in incredible ways, with incredible strength. This is the power of the, of the opportunity that we have right now with all the challenges and all the difficulties to develop a new level of Achdus, to develop that sense that I love you and I recognize your Yiddish and Hashem, I want to connect with you, I want to inspire you, I want to do what I can for you. But Hashem, let's take full advantage of the feelings that we have, the feelings of, of responsibility that we all feel. This is not a, a standard time, this is a special time. Special times require special responses, but Hashem, we can do that, we can elevate ourselves, elevate the people around us, do, do mitzvos that will serve as such as Chus V'Klai Yisrael, Chus Baruch will answer at Tfilos, will see the Mr. Sefish, not Zoycho, not Chusso, Bizoch, Bezashem, the Shuas, Benachamais, Brachavat, Sacha, Bezashem, and end of all the suffering, and of course, the Gulushleim of Mehavi Bain.